Doxa is the Greek word for God's transformative presence, better known as the English word glory. On this podcast, we explore God's presence invading creation, defeating sin and death through Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension. Then consequently, sending His Holy Spirit, bridging the gap once for all between heaven and earth, offering us the opportunity to experience eternal life here and now. We celebrate this transformative connection and explore how it shapes our lives. My name is Austin Glines, and this is our Time with God series. We're going to add a little New Testament sprinkle into this, splitting time through our journey of the Bible between the Old and New Testament together. Therefore, today we're going to be exploring Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to really focus on Matthew chapter 1, verses 21 and tw- through 23. And this is what it says. Then she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now you see, the scene's backwards because it shows two names, two different names here for Jesus. However, this is not uncommon that an important biblical character experiences a name change for one, a, you know, Abram to Abraham, Jacob to Israel, and so on. So you could go with this of that for a certain time to fulfill the picture that the Old Testament was building of the coming Messiah, which we know is Jesus. Isaiah was spoken the name Emmanuel because what this verse is quoting is Isaiah chapter 7 verse 4, I believe. Yep, I'm correct. Oh, 14. Isaiah 7, 14. So we could say that, but also it's not uncommon of God to carry multiple names throughout the Old Testament either. As we know, you know, you've probably heard Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, and so on. And these names are not his given name, but names that attribute to him because it's his character. Therefore, Emmanuel doesn't necessarily have to be his name used or his main name that people call him or he is known as. Rather, why God spoke this to Isaiah and why it is different in that is because Emmanuel, which means God with us, is the answer the Old Testament was unveiling. You see, the Old Testament, as it goes on, shows that God himself will come to earth to fulfill the entire power of the law, to establish a new covenant and give us a new heart and spirit. Therefore, to better color this out, Emmanuel 
is the best name here to carry along the theme taught in the Old Testament. And why Jesus is the name that we all know Jesus by is because now it's adding to this because Jesus means savior or that he will save his people from their sins. And so pretty much this that offset the object of God saves. So not only is God coming, God is going to save us. So Jesus actually better encapsulates the entirety of the message of the Old Testament that God saves. That God is coming to save us from our sin and from the effects of sin and death, which started in Genesis chapter 3. And now we get to experience the saving power of God. So you could nitpick this all day long. But you see, again, we're focusing in this on what matters. So what matters in this verse is we begin to see that Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. It is undeniable here in Matthew, especially as he can throughout his entire book points that Jesus is the Messiah and the fulfillment of God's promise to establish a new covenant with Israel, which consequently opens the relationship of the God of Israel to the entire world, which Jesus inaugurates. Therefore, today, let's just be thankful for Jesus, that Jesus is God in the flesh who came to save us from sin and death. Yes, you could say he wants to give us a good life, a great life. And what Jesus does is better. He reorients us to the God of all creation and reintroduces us and introduces for the first time to most of the world, the creator of the universe. Therefore, today, just be thankful that you get to know this God and that God is here and now, that he's with us and has invaded our mundane existence to give us a life that's extraordinary, that now we have the ability to straddle heaven and earth, that even though earth is defined by death and horrors unimaginable, we get to tap into an existence of great beauty and love, which can overcome this horror and hate and division that we experience every day. And eventually, little by little, Jesus will come back in one glorious moment to finish the job. Let's pray. King Jesus, we love you. We thank you. God, thank you for this day. Jesus, we just thank you for your grace and that, God, you loved us so much you never gave up on us, that the human project you never, you always stayed faithful to. Help us be in awe of your faithfulness and be in awe of your saving grace, which was, was epitomized in your son, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray, amen. So today, I want you to think about where have, and when 
Have you taken for granted the saving power of Jesus and used it for your own enjoyment, your selfish desires, rather than experiencing the life that God has for you? Because the grace of Jesus is not so we can do what we want, but rather the grace of Jesus is given to us to empower us to live the life God always intended.